Today on The Rap Report, we're going to deal with the shooting that occurred in Jersey City, New Jersey. We're going to address who are the black Hebrew Israelites and is white supremacy the cause of that shooting. Welcome to The Rap Report with Andrew Rappaport, where we provide biblical interpretations and applications. This is a ministry of striving for eternity and the Christian podcast community. For more content or to request a speaker for your church, go to strivingforeternity.org. Well, welcome to The Rap Report. I am your host, Andrew Rappaport. This is a ministry of striving for eternity. We can be heard on the Christian podcast community, which is also a ministry of striving for eternity. Go to christianpodcastcommunity.org to check out all of the shows that are available for listening. Now, I know that today's topic is almost a week old, which means since this was Black on Jewish crime, it's already out of the news, and the news doesn't care about it anymore. If this was white on black crime, especially if it was police, white police officer on black crime, it would still be in the news for the next six months. However, that's not the case here. But there is a lot we can learn from this. For those who are regular listeners of the Rap Report and follow me and things I've done, you know that we've dealt with this issue before, whether on this podcast or on my Apologetics Live podcast, and I've done some debates with guys that call themselves Black Hebrew Israelites. We've dealt with those things. We're going to dig into that again today because now we're seeing how this is affecting culture. This is now a new stage that we see in this movement, and you're going to see that this is only the beginning. But before we get into all of that, I do want to remind you, for those who are listening live, we have one more week to get your feedback to us. Next uh, week is going to be the last week before we get wrap everything up for our end-of-the-year episode. The end-of-the-year episode is going to be from you, the feedback we get from you. We've been getting a lot of emails, but we want your audio too. If you want to record some, record it on your phone and then email it to info at strivingforeternity.org. That's info at strivingforeternity.org, and we'll get that, and that will allow us to be able to, to play your actual voice with your feedback for whether it be this podcast, the other podcasts we do, the Christian Podcast Community, or Striving for Eternity. If we have been a blessing to you in any way, or maybe not, let us know, and we will we'll play that on the air, or we'll read what you email us on the air. So that's going to be the last episode of the year, but we're going to need some time to get that in. So you have one week from the day this drops. So you want to get that in. Uh, for those who are listening relatively live, we're going to, this will drop on December 15th, and you have till the 22nd to get us that audio. So we want to hear what you have to say about the podcast or the ministry. So email us your feedback at info at strivingforeternity.org. Let us know your thoughts. If you do have a podcast or different ministry, feel free to do an audio, introduce yourself, you know, mention the ministry or the podcast if you want to, and uh, that way you can get some free promotion. <laughs> so with that, uh, I want to deal with this issue that happened in Jersey City. For those who don't know, there was uh, two individuals. I 
do not want to give their names because I don't feel like highlighting them, if anything, will highlight those they they killed or injured. But two individuals who were part of what is known as the Black Hebrew Israelite movement or group. Now, I want to define who they are as well, but understand this when we mention this. There's some who are going to get upset because they now go by the name Hebrew Israelite group. They're dropping the the word black. We're going to see that that becomes a big issue. But what we do see in this, what I want to do is go through what they believe, show where this, I think, is going, and also I want to start with how the media is responding to this. And we're going to end with the question of where we see some of our politicians and the like going with this and who they're blaming. So we have two individuals that age 47 and 50, they're part of the BHI. I'm just going to say BHI for short. So they're part of BHI. They're following in that. They've had a bunch of things on social media and elsewhere that shows that they are, they're part of this movement. They go into a, a kosher uh, grocery store so that they can shoot up and kill real Jews, not fake Jews. That is going to be important. You're going to see because this is the the big thing they have. They have an they in this movement have a real issue with people like myself that are truly Jewish, real Hebrews, not fakers. I'm going to get into that why I say that they're fakers in in a moment. But they go into this place shooting people. Now they left a note behind. I'm going to let you hear from someone in the media explaining what the note says. But what I find interesting is how the media immediately respond to this. When there was a shooting that occurred with at a Planned Parenthood, it was a Planned Parenthood or abortion clinic, the media immediately jumped on stating that this person was a Christian when in fact he wasn't. There was a, other shootings where there were, they, people put out a manifesto And the media was saying that this was done by Christians when the manifesto made it clear that it was not. But the media also, with help from Google and others, took down the manifesto and wouldn't let you have that up. Although some people did grab it before it was taken down. And when you look at that, they clearly weren't Christian. So there's always a rush to say this is a Christian when they can do that. However, when it's someone that's a black Hebrew Israelite, as we're going to see, they're not in the same rush. The media that I heard the the day it occurred said they were once involved with black Hebrew Israelites. There's some link to black Hebrew Israelites. Not that they're followers, not that they're believing in it, because what they're doing is following out the principles of some of the black Hebrew Israelite groups. Now, this is not a monolithic group. So when you say black Hebrew Israelites, there's a wide spectrum of where people fall on this. You have those that we're going to talk about that are the more extreme and the more dangerous and violent and where I have concern. And then you have others who who are not that. They're more moderate. They're people that aren't going to be as racist. Um, but there's going to be a wide spectrum. However, there's some things that they all have in common, and it's it's problematic to the whole belief system. So, the belief that they have is going to be coming out of the fact that they believe that the Af- the Africans in the African slave trade 
Those were the people who were the Israelites. Now, the argument goes a little bit different from different people, but some will, will argue that those that were taken to America were all of the tribe of Judah. The tribe of Dan, I think, is in Jamaica. They, they, basically, as the slave trade occurred, they were taken by tribes to different places. Logically, maybe you see a problem with that because, as I do, uh, slave traders, they don't care what your background is. They're, they're kidnapping you and taking you to, to uh, be a slave. In fact... For folks who don't know the history, most of the slaves were kidnapped by blacks, by other Africans, and then sold to whites, okay? And so they did that. They weren't concerned about keeping them together by their their uh, ethnicity, tribe, or anything like that. You end up seeing that they were just thrown together into ships and shipped wherever. And the argument that they were kept together by by tribe is really just not logical, especially if you think about the fact that so you have a, a, two brothers, one's kidnapped and the other isn't. So the one that was kidnapped and brought to America is is a Juden from Judah. What what if, what if one is taken to Judah and the other is taken to you know or taken to America, the other to Jamaica? Does that mean one brother was from Dan and one from Judah? I mean, they have the same parents, right? So, you, you, I mean, logically, it doesn't work. However, this is where they get their whole teaching from. And it is one verse in Deuteronomy twenty-eight sixty-eight, And almost everyone that holds to BHI will hold to this. They see this as a prophecy. One of the things I will always ask someone that's a BHI person is, can you trace your genealogy back? That is how we know a genealogy. You, it's father to father to father to father, so on. So I would say I'm a Levite because the line can be traced back from my family all the way back to Levi, which would go back to Abraham. That's how you do a genealogy. So who are the Israelites? Well, the Israelites are those that are of the family of Israel. Okay, You have Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Jacob is renamed called Israel. And he has 12 sons. They each are the 12 tribes of Israel. As I mentioned, Judah, Dan, Levi, there's others. And you have the tribes of Israel. And what you end up seeing here is that they're going to claim that those that were in the African slave trade, it was prophesied that they would actually be the people who were enslaved. And the argument that they tried to use is to say that the um, basically that Scripture prophesied of this. And I want to read to you in Deuteronomy 2868. And I'm going to break this down. I've dealt with this in, in length in different podcasts and debates. I'm going to link all that in the show notes so you can go if you want to research more and see this in more detail. But they take this verse, and this is in the, I'm going to read this in the King James for a reason because this is the one that they use, and they will not all, but majority of them will only use the King James. And so I will use the King James for this. It says, And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships, 
by the way whereof I spake unto thee, thou shalt see it no more again. And there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondsmen and bondwoman, and no man will buy you. And the argument they have here is the word ship. They see the word ship as literal. That's the only thing they see literal in this entire passage. Egypt, they say, means slavery. It doesn't mean Egypt. So they'll say that this is them being sold into slavery by ship, and they'll argue that there's no time in history ever where where the Israelites went into slavery by ship. Now, here's the thing you have to notice with this. First off, uh, it says Egypt. So if the ship is literal, Egypt would have to be literal. But you also see that they, they sold themselves unto their enemies. But notice no one bought them. They were sold and no one paid for them. In other words, they sold themselves. Now, this is what you would do when you are trying to make do. You go to a foreign land. If your nation is invaded, you'd go to a foreign land. You're going to sell yourself as a slave so you can survive. And that is what we end up seeing did happen in the Assyrian and Babylonian uh, attacks when they came into Israel. They, the oppression that they gave and the, the uh, captivity that they had, th- many Jews fled. The northern tribe, when the Assyrians came in, fled to the southern tribe, some all the way down to Egypt. And when the Babylonians came in, the southern tribes, they fled, fled as well to Egypt. And you could look at Isaiah 52 and the first couple of verses, because that gives us basically an explanation of that very thing happening. And it's it states in there, I'm going to start in verse th- uh, 4, For thus says the Lord, ye have sold yourselves for naught, and ye shall be redeemed without money. For thus says the Lord God, my people went down aforetime into Egypt to sojourn there, and the Assyrians oppressed them without cause. And so here you have another reference to the same event. So so they would argue, oh no, the word ship means they had to come by ship. Now, the argument is that yes, you can go from Egypt uh, from Israel to Egypt by land. That is true. You can. It's quicker, though, by ship, Some depending where you are. And so the argument is that they try to make is that the Israelites would never have gone by ship. Only the African slave trades would have sold themselves. Oh, wait, there's a problem, isn't there? You see, they didn't sell themselves. They were sold. There were buyers for those slaves. So the verse is not a prophecy of the African slave trade. As we see in Isaiah 52, the, the, what Deuteronomy is is a prophecy of what did happen to the Israelites when the Assyrians came in and enslaved them or took them into captivity. That's what it refers to. So, what you see with BHI is they're going to argue that they have, uh, they're in this, the only ones in this position that that verse in Deuteronomy could possibly talk about. The problem with it is that they're going to take that out of its context. They're going to take some things literal when it benefits them, some things, everything else figurative when it doesn't. Because Egypt means Egypt. I mean, that's it's clear from the context. Why? Because he's talking about a land that he, they would see no more. And the argument that you end up seeing here is that they want to take one word literal, everything else figurative, because they want to say this proves they are the Israelites. Can they show their genealogy? No. They cannot do that. So they can't prove that they're actual Israelites, but they just assume it. And then what they do is they, they have, build a hatred 
specifically toward real Israelites, and then they build a hatred toward whites altogether. And that's what I find so interesting in the way that the media responds to this. I want to play you how the media ended up responding to this, and I'm going to play you actual clips of BHI members and what their real views are and what they think about this stuff, groups that would be in support of what we saw in Jersey City. And I want to play that right after this commercial. The good news is striving for eternity would love to come to your church to spend two days with your folks teaching them biblical hermeneutics. That's right, the art and science of interpreting scripture. The bad news is somebody attending might be really upset to discover Jeremiah 29.11 should not be their life verse. To learn more, go to strivingforeternity.org to host a Bible interpretation made easy seminar in your area. Thank you, Todd. And if more of people would follow those principles that they can learn in the Bible Interpretation Made Easy seminar, we wouldn't be dealing with the topic we're dealing with today because much of what they're doing is taking things out of context. Also, should mention to you guys, let you know, if you are interested in going to Israel with us, it will be those of us at Striving for Eternity will be joined by Justin Peters. We're going to Israel in March of 2021. Far enough away, you can start saving for it. If you put $500 down today, you have till next Thanksgiving to cancel. Uh, I think all but $100 or something is is refundable. So you want to reserve your seat. We're more than half full. We are limiting it to 55 people. That's it. And once that we hit that limit, we're, we're going to be done. We may actually limit it to 50 people so we can get a handicap bus for Justin. But we're, we're having that limit, so you make you want to make sure you sign up today. Go to 2021israeltrip.com. That's 2021israeltrip.com. You want to, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but when you go, you want to make sure you get a good guide and go with people that are knowledgeable, and that's what we spend a lot of time researching to figure out to get a good guide and get set up in good places. So it, it costs a little bit, but... It is a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. If you can make it, go to 2021israeltrip.com. We're going to be there for about two weeks, so we're going to get to see a lot of things. I want to play now what the media had to say, because one of the things I already mentioned, the media had a hard time saying these people actually were people that practiced, believed what BHI does. But let's listen to this report from the media because what you're going to hear in this is someone who is going to have a hard time mentioning that they're black. But you're also going to hear them say what was in that, that truck that they rented. And you're going to hear what it's the letter that they left behind. New York Post is reporting that both attackers were adherents to the black fringe to the fringe religious group called the Black Hebrew Israelites. It's a religious movement that's been labeled a hate group. Sources also telling the Post the shooters left behind a handwritten note inside a stolen U-Haul van that said, quote, I do this because my creator makes me do this and I hate who he hates. Okay, so do you see what you end up hearing there? They're saying that they left this note they hate who he hates. God's making them do this. Well, this is 
not fringe. I just want to let you know that if you understand this group, and I'm going to prove this out to you throughout this podcast, this is not a fringe belief. This is not something that you're just saying, oh, come on, these guys are making up. They, they probably, someone probably put that letter there. I'm going to play folks in their own words. But what you end up seeing is that you have people who are putting this out there as if this isn't really what they believe. They really, you know, maybe they're just they're just crazy that they would do this. But first thing I want to focus on is listen to the way that reporter said that. Let's play this again. To the black fringe religion, uh, to the fringe religious group called the Black Hebrew Israelites. It's- do you notice how he he had trouble with that? He he had trouble. I mean, just listen to the black fringe religion. Uh, to the fringe religious group called the black. So you see the black. Fr- uh, the the fr- uh, uh, he has trouble with it because he doesn't want to say they're black group it's not a black religious group he wants to argue that they're just the black hebrew israelites the argument that some have been making in the media is this is actually a jewish sect they're not they're not jewish they're actually a a mixture of they they take some judaism some christianity some many of them will deny the deity of christ uh, there, there's a lot of things that they'll use in the New Testament when it's convenient. But what you end up seeing is this is a black group. This is a black religious group. It really is. So he has trouble saying that and wants to just say they're all oh, they're just some fringe group. Listen to the black fringe religion. Uh, to the so the black fringe, right? The black fringe. The fringe religious group called. See, it's he didn't want to say black, but he did. It's oh, they're just a religious, a fringe religious group. See, this is the problem. The, the fact that these folks get cover because of their racism, and yes, I just said that, they are racist, and I will prove that in this episode. But the fact that this group is racist and the media covers it up, this will continue. It only empowers them to do more. Now, this is, I'm going to play clips so you can hear right from them, and I really, it took a lot of time to go through these clips, listen to this stuff, edit this out. These are different conversations with different people that I have had. I've actually, you'll hear me in some of them, I'm the one speaking. So this is not something that you end up realizing that is just something we grabbed from the internet. No, this is places where I've been, and by the way, what I did is I grabbed their recordings. Why? Because a lot of the things that they said you hear in their video after we left is the worst part. But this is, if you want to know whether they're a racist type of group or not, they view that all whites are cursed. And just listen to what they say right here in this clip. Y'all have a skin disease. disease from leprosy. That was a curse from God. Okay, so now I'm, I'm going to always have to, when I play these clips, um, it's hard to hear because one of the things you see with the black Hebrew Israelites, they're always shouting all over each other. So it's hard to get good audio. We're out on the street. And the other thing is, I should warn, I've tried to bleep out as best I can all the foul language. And you're going to see there was a ton of it. But I've, I try to bleep it out. I can't promise that I get it all. But here, what do you see? That they're saying that being white is a curse, that we have leprosy. And that's what makes us white. This shows a problem they have because it shows that they don't even understand what leprosy was and is. 
it's an actual disease and not all whites have leprosy. <laughs> in fact, you know, you could have melanin in your skin and have leprosy. It's a disease. They view it as a curse. They view leprosy as a curse that all whites have because we have white skin and that proves that we are cursed. Okay, so this is the view you're going to see. They believe all whites are cursed. Leprosy was a disease that would affect the nervous system, and so people wouldn't feel things. People thought that fingers would fall off when you have leprosy. What it actually is is people would rub off their their fingers or, or things, noses, ears, because they wouldn't feel anything. And they would use their fingers and be doing things and not realize because they don't feel pain so they weren't feeling the the uh the pain that would get them to say hey you're you're damaging yourself you got to stop they they don't recognize that and so what you end up seeing is leprosy would cause a a blotches of white skin and that was one of the identifying marks. They take that to say, if you're white, if you have white all over your body, you're cursed. So they believe that we're cursed. This is not what you're, you're going to say, oh, yeah, that, this is just a minor view. Let me let them tell you what they think of whites. We ain't, we ain't no love for you devils, man. English, yeah, but the devils, I just man. Made you to said, you. man, you devils are racist, you man. You didn't know what I said. How are you saying I'm racist? I'm not going to call people out based on color of their skin. Man, you devils, you devils are racist, man. The scriptures tell y'all y'all racist, man. We ain't trying to hear that. Now you see, this is going right along with what you saw in that letter left in the U-Haul. You have people saying that they think that this is what the scriptures say. What you find with this group. And the, the full audio that these guys had of this, there's just, it's a whole bunch of taking one verse out of its context, like I mentioned with Deuteronomy 28. They, they take one word. That's all they want. They want one word, so that's, that's good enough for them. And they build everything off of taking things out of context. And then they say, well, scriptures say it. Well, and I went on, we don't have time to play the whole clip, but I went on to ask them, give me the verse that says all whites are racist. And they couldn't come up with it. They, they would cherry pick a little bit here and there, but they wouldn't read anything in its context because when they would, every single time, it was not saying what they claimed it said. In fact, they got upset with me for wanting to read the Bible like a novel, you know, verse by verse. Now, the argument they make is out of Isaiah. They say, well, in Isaiah it says we should read the Bible here a little, there a little. The irony is, if you actually look that verse up in Isaiah, it says line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. So even that verse, they take out of its context, and they don't realize you're supposed to go line upon line, precept upon precept. They just like the here a little, there a little. So not only do they take that out of context, the irony is, is if they actually read it, it's actually a judgment. So uh, yeah, they shouldn't be using that. But do you notice how they're arguing for a racism? They, they're, you're going to hear these guys constantly calling whites devils. Now, how, how are you going to sit here and say you can get along with this and say that this is just a minor view of Judaism? This is not part of Judaism, period. This is not part of Christianity, period. This is a racist group that calls themselves Israelites because they're trying to claim some authority, claim some position. This is no different than any other group. The Mormons do it. The Catholic Church does it. They all try to argue that they're somehow tied to Israel. 
the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints tries to argue that they're the ten lost tribes, and that that's who started the the basically the the writings of Mormon, the Mormon Book of Mormon here in Americas. They argue that the church came over here, or the lost tribes came over here. It is an interesting thing because there is a tie between Black Hebrew Israelites and Mormonism because both of them think that the lost tribes came to America. Uh, through the Mayans. Really kind of interesting. Uh, I don't have time to get into all that, but I, I'll give you some links. You can listen to uh, more detail that I we've dealt with on different podcasts because the Mayans would have been Chinese. We know that from two different ways. One, the language. The, a lot of the words are also Chinese words. They're in Chinese root. The other thing is that genetically we see that the Mayans have Mongolian spots, something that is genetically true of Asians. My kids had those spots when they were born because they are half Asian. And so you see this with Asian families. That is one of the signs genetically that they are Mongolian or, or Asian. So they weren't Israeli. The, so what you end up seeing is, I want you to see the, the racism. Now what ended up happening is one of the guys that was there with me that day in Cleveland, uh, Ricky Gans, he does a, a podcast called G220, and he ended up on there asking him, saying, hey, why don't you come on my show? I've asked you to come on my show. Why don't you come on my show? Listen to why they won't come on his show. Right, we don't want to come on y'all's show. If we do, we're going to condemn you, devil. They ain't going to air it out if we come on y'all's show. We're going to be... They're going to throw us in jail. What we got to say? Y'all just mad because... They're going to throw... We're going to tell you the truth about you devils. We're going to tell the truth about all you devils. Yeah. Okay, so he says there that if he goes on Ricky's show, they're going to be arrested for saying what they believe. So... This tells you something. They they know what they believe is not very fitting for the airwaves. They know that this is not something that should be aired. They know what they're saying is hate speech. They know that. That's why they don't want to come on. They're, they, they're, you're hearing how they refer to all of us. White devils. We're just devils. We're devil. I mean, you're, how many times have you heard the word devil? Well, you're going to hear it a lot more. And you're going to hear far worse coming from these guys and, and some of the others. But you end up seeing this is the view. They want to kill whites. I will show that later. There's This is a view that is being indoctrinated into these guys, and they are going to be violent. Why? You, you can, you'll hear this in their speech, how agitated they are, just because we dare to ask them to support their claims in Scripture. But they have no love for America. And I want you to understand this, because this is what they think about America. We're going to straight tell you, America's going down, and white people going into slavery, and that's what it is. Okay, so you hear that? America's going down, and you white people are going into slavery. This is what they want. They want to reverse what occurred 200 years ago. They want whites as slaves. Now, is that going to solve Racism? No, it's not, because it, reverse racism is still racism. Now, for people who want to argue this is just, this is not really about race, listen to what they're saying. They want to enslave whites. And what we're going to start to see with this, these some of these extreme groups are going to start first, but this is the view that they have. They are going to try to create something that will 
provoke this and cause this to come about because their goal, their, what they think the scriptures say is that they will rise and they will enslave whites. Now, it's interesting because they, they would say slavery is wrong, and yet what is it they desire? Slavery. They want slavery. They also want America to go down. They say America is going down. And they actually are going to chant here in this next clip. You're going to hear them chanting, Death to America. L- listen to this. To America! Hey, that's that's America. America, man! That's f- right, man! Hey, man, we f- man. I'm telling you, man, I'm f- white you, man. you going to f- slavery, man. That's right! Damn, man. All right? You see them damn devils, they ain't no s***. Sh- okay, so a lot of bleeping out. Now, this is when... At this point, we were walking away. So this is what they're saying when we're not standing in front of them. Okay? You get to hear what they really think. And you're here. one of the reasons I think they were a little bit better with their language when we were there is I called one of their guys out for his foul language. When he claimed that they are Christian, they claim they're Israelites that are following properly, and they're following the Bible. And I pointed out, well, the Bible says you shouldn't use foul language. And then they, they started trying to behave themselves a bit. But once we left, you're going to hear a whole lot of beep in here. But do you hear them chanting, death with America? They, they, they do not like America. I have a simple solution. Leave. Go somewhere else if you don't like America. But they're not going to go anywhere else because they want the benefits. And in their mind, they're here to enslave the whites. And that's what they want. They want death to America. I want you to hear this because there are some white liberals out there who don't believe this is actually the belief system that they hold to. Listen again to them chant, death to America. To America! Hey, that's that's America, America, man! That's f- right, man! Hey, man, we f- man. I'm telling you, man, I'm f- right, you, man. You going to f- slavery, man. That's right! Damn, man. All right? You see them damn devils, they ain't no sh- now, do you hear, you hear how they're, they're thrilled with the idea that you whites are going to go into slavery? And you hear the one guy going, that's right! He's screaming real loud. He's screaming so as we're walking away, we'd hear that. This is their view. They are, they are all about whites that become their slaves. This is not, and I'm, this is, none of these are repeats. I'm not playing this same clip over and over again. Well, I did in that case because I said I'd replay it. But these are, this is the different conversations from different people, different times with, with these guys. And this is a consistent pattern you end up seeing. They are looking for whites to be slaves. Listen to this. And the truth is, you white people with a devil, and you're going into slavery. Yep, you get that on camera, and that's exactly what we'll say to you. Okay, so there was one of the guys that had a camera. He wanted to ask them what it is that they believe, and that's what they said. That what they believe is that they are going to enslave us whites. That's their goal. He didn't say, and he said, you got it on camera. He didn't say it once. This guy says it another time. Listen to this. We already repented. You white people going into slavery, man. That's what it is. You going into slavery. I know we slaving this, this, in this, in this land. We slaving in this land. Just know that America's going to be destroyed. People are going into slavery, and that's going to be it. Okay, so, Nandy, you listen to that. America's going to be destroyed. He's saying that there he's a slave in America right now. That's what he just said. He's a slave in America right now. Is that the same slavery 
that he was expecting for whites. No, see, he, he's not a slave in America right now, the way he wants the whites to be slaves. He's not the slave. He's, he is doing one of two things. He is either using the word slave as a logical fallacy, a fallacy of equivocation, using that word slavery in two different ways, but making it sound like it's the same, because he's saying he's a slave, but he's not a slave. He's not a slave the way he's arguing for slavery. No, he's he's not someone else's property that he could do it that he could do whatever he wants with, or someone could do whatever they want with him. That's what he wants for the whites. He wants them to be slaves. You're going to see that in the next couple of clips. This is dangerous talk to have coming from folks because they view that they have to undermine America, and with their real goal is that they want whites as slaves. And you leftist liberal bleeding hearts who think if we just play nice with folks like this and basically don't really say that they are a violent group maybe maybe we can all get along groups like this have to be called for what they are they're hateful they're racist they're violent they're deadly they are looking to create wars and to use that for their own agenda and there's a whole lot of them. Uh, now, granted, not all BHI believe this. There are some that don't. But a majority do. Enough do. And the ones that are out there on the streets, are a lot of them are believing this stuff and indoctrinating others with this. And what do you end up seeing? You end up seeing in Jersey City, you end up seeing a whole group of people who are now living in fear because two people lived out this practice because they practiced what they believed and in, and the fact is the media is not calling them for what they are you don't see the media rushing to say they this group that they're part of needs to be stopped they they're they're trying to disassociate these two with these beliefs but clearly these people did believe this stuff they were of the groups that are believing this and they want to wipe out who first they want to start with the jews first the real jews because i can tell you from personal experience these these groups hate someone like me someone that actually is jewish because what we represent is that their whole system is a lie and they don't like that they don't want that. So they want to silence real Jewish people so that they could claim that they're Jewish, they're Israelites, and they're not. But this next two clips that I have for you is the scariest. And you're saying, wait a minute, Andrew, you, what you've played already is pretty scary. Well, you are going to see, well, you're going to hear a lot of beeping because I had a lot of work on uh, to beep out some of this. But what you end up hearing is what their real views are. It's not just about whites being slaves. As you end up hearing, they want to not only enslave us whites, but they want to take our white women. They're going to be their concubines. Now, I've been involved with groups uh, where you end up hearing they will say that their goal, the end goal, to- they talk about it being a World War Three. some of them. They talk about it being a second civil war. And the goal, the end goal, is that they will enslave whites and rape our wives or rape our women is how i've heard it said both ways here you're going to hear a guy refer to it as we're going to make your your women our concubines but that's the goal of this that's what they're this is listen to the hatred in their voices and if you're hearing the clips where you can hear my voice over theirs i'm not 
raising my voice. In fact, if you if you the video, you see me smiling because I'm I'm not sitting there and being in, in you know <laughs> intimidated by them. But what you see they do is they go in a group and they feed off each other. They get very vocal, but they can also get very violent. And that's why it's it, this is becoming more and more dangerous because what we see in Jersey City is just a living out of this belief system. It is the beginning of what I expect to have a lot more to come because they now are getting enough support, enough no recognition that they can start to practice and carry out what they believe. And part of the problem is I think the media is giving them cover and that's only going to empower them to do more of this. We are because of the media, because of their response, we're going to see more of this stuff. Listen to this clip as they w- say that they want to enslave us whites and make our wives their concubines or make our women. White people going hey, into slavery, slavery, man. Hey, I, that's why I, don't, hey, I can't wait to get you f- into slavery, man. Slavery, man. That's all you need the to f- woman going to be a concubine and you f- white people going into slavery. Devils, Okay, so we don't know anything. Uh, what we what we should know is that we're going to be their slaves. Our women are going to our white women are going to be their concubines. Going to be there there for their use. Um, this is their view. Now you might not be able to hear that in that clip, but they 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 end up. There's one of the guys that wanted the race wars to start. They talk about race wars, race. Riots. Listen to this clip because this clip it's a little bit clear. This is a separate time that one of the guys had said this. I can't wait to get one of us. Man, I cannot wait till these race riots get to popping, man. Right. I swear, Lord, when hey, I get man, that yeah, problem, you devils, man. Come on. You may not have been able to hear that so well, but they can't wait for these race riots to start popping, and you hear them all cheer. Yeah, that's right. And they end up. Would you hear that guy say? If you can hear it, is he said. I can't wait to start killing these bleepity bleeps. <laughs> okay? This is what they're looking to do. They want to create race riots and start killing whites. What is it we've been seeing? We've been seeing that behavior. In that we see these riots that are occurring over race issues. And what do we see? We see whites being killed. And the media gives them cover. And the way they're giving them cover is really sickening. And I'm going to address that right after this commercial. I want to deal with the question, is white supremacy really the cause of this issue? Because that's what we're hearing from folks. Hey, I'm Daryl, and I'm here with my wife, Karen. What's up? And we're the host of the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, the podcast that seeks to answer the question that we all asked, what are we even doing here? We cover topics such as marriage, family, life, and living a Christian life in this crazy world. We don't have all the answers, but we know where to look. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud as we seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. Would you consider donating to Striving for Eternity? This ministry is one that tries to reach out to some of those smaller churches that most people most speakers want to avoid but by our monthly donors it allows us to get into smaller churches and provide for them the seminars and conferences that usually only larger churches can do 
We can do that because we have monthly supporters who on a regular basis support us so we could support others. Would you consider being one of our monthly supporters today? You can go to strivingforeternity.org slash donate and set up for a monthly donation today. Your donation helps us to be able to spread the gospel around the world, to be able to disciple others, and to provide resources for churches and people who are struggling to grow deeper in God's Word. Consider donating today at strivingforeternity.org slash donate. And we thank you very much for your consideration. And we do. We do appreciate every gift that we get. If you can support us on a monthly basis, go to strivingforeternity.org slash donate. It helps us out as we come to the end of the year. We would love an end of the year donation if you could. Even if it's a one-time thing, we greatly appreciate that. Now, here's the thing that you end up seeing. Uh, we had a representative, and I'm, I'm going to say up front, I may not pronounce her name properly, uh, but there was a representative, Rashinda Taliba, and as soon as this thing occurred, she puts out, she, she had tweeted out, this is heartbreaking, white supremacy kills. Now, white supremacy kills, and people were responding, um, Rashandaba, the shooters were black. Uh, someone else responded, the black Hebrew Israelites did this. <laughs> um, so, you know, what you end up seeing is here immediately, she actually had to take that tweet down. I'll, I'll give you a link so that you can see from Fox News where that actual tweet was. But what you end up seeing there is what's the immediate response from the left? The immediate response they have is white supremacy. Blame white supremacy. Somehow white supremacy caused this. Now, this is the thinking that you end up having from leftists. The response is that white supremacy is the cause because these blacks are responding to white supremacists. And therefore, it must be somehow justified because they're just, they're, they're had enough of the white supremacy and they're responding back. Well, first off, the, they attack Jewish people. Jewish people who are not white supremacists. White supremacists usually are also anti-Semitic. So white supremacists are not Jews. <laughs> okay? But she's sitting here saying that this was from white supremacy. Well, if it was a response to white supremacy, these blacks wouldn't go after another group that is also hated equally as much by white supremacists. You wouldn't have that. They would go after actual white supremacists. Not after another group that's attacked by white supremacists. So this clearly is a way that they try to argue to cover up, or as one person said on Twitter, to whitewash the situation. They immediately go to their narrative. They immediately go to wanting to blame the the white supremacists, because that's the blame for everything, especially as we come up to an election year. I like what... Uh, you know, Daryl Harrison from Just Thinking had said, he's like, okay, it's time to start again because it's an election year. We're going to get out all the, the white supremacist talk, all the racial talk. It always comes during an election year. That's what we see. And we're seeing that again. And here it's to blame white supremacists for what black racists do. This is black supremacy. Did you hear all those clips? What are they arguing for? Black supremacy. That's what this is. This is black supremacy that created this, not white supremacy. And if you're going to argue that, well, it's the white supremacist's fault because the blacks had enough and they're, they're responding to the whites, okay, 
But here's the problem. You're now promoting and giving cover for black supremacists. So therefore, are you going to get upset when the white supremacists are responding? Because I would argue, yes, there is going to be a response. What I think we're seeing is after eight years of Obama's racist taunts publicly, we end up seeing a bunch of white supremacists that that are starting to respond. That's predictable. And the white supremacists should be stopped. But so should the black supremacists. And that's the issue. You don't see the black supremacists being stopped. You see them being given cover. Now, she took this down because, oh, this is a problem. But th- that doesn't stop the New York Times from finding some way to, to get cover for this. They don't want to blame the people that actually did this. They don't want to blame the teaching that actually caused this. No, this is Donald Trump's fault. Donald Trump, they are arguing that Donald Trump is causing anti-Semitic attacks to rise. They go through all these anti-Semitic attacks. And the, the New York Times said that uh, Mr. Trump signed an executive order to combat anti-Semitism on college campuses by using Title VI of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 to withhold federal money from schools that fail to counter discrimination against Jews. And so they're saying that that act by Donald Trump is causing more anti-Semitism. So somehow it's it's Trump's fault for trying to stop anti-Semitism. He's actually causing it. That's the argument. So basically it always has to come back to Trump <laughs> nowadays. But everything has to come back to not people who actually do it unless, of course, they can make it look like they're conservative. If you have someone that's a Christian they're going to they're going to say oh we're going to jump all over it. Someone goes into a planned parenthood and starts shooting people and that's got to be Christian. So they're going to jump on that. When they find out he's not Christian, they didn't kind of address that as much. It was assumed that this, this person was Christian. And so it was his Christian values that caused him to go into a, a planned parenthood and start shooting. I can't remember if actually it was planned parenthood or or just a abortion clinic. But what you end up seeing is they have no problem saying the teachings in their mind cause that if they if it's Christianity. When a Christian does something or someone they can say is a Christian, they're going to say, oh, see, Christianity does this. This is the teachings of Christianity. But when someone acts out what they actually believe and there happen to be black and it's black supremacy, that they can't address. No, that 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 can't be because of blacks that had to somehow be white's fault and that's what you end up seeing and the more cover they give for this the more empowered these people are going to be you heard the clips you heard them from their own mouth you hear them what they say when they think they're it's just their video you can go and see tons of videos that they put out there when they're on the streets and the way they speak to people And you are going to hear this is the language. They are looking for riots. They're looking to enslave whites. They want black supremacy. So anybody, any of you liberals who are against white supremacy, you should be standing up with those Jewish people in Jersey City, standing with them side by side and saying, we must put an end to this black supremacy. This black Hebrew Israelite group is a hate group. It is black supremacy. If you're going to stand up against white supremacy, you must stand up against black supremacy as well. As long as there is racism, racism will exist. When you try to make excuses for any racism, you are promoting racism. And that's what we end up seeing. Scripture is quite clear. We are not to show preference to one another. Scripture says this multiple times, but you can look in James. 
We are not to show favoritism. That is a sign of someone that is not a Christian. Now, this is what we end up seeing as God's commands for all people. We should not be shown favoritism. Why? Because God does not show favoritism. We get our morals from the nature of God. God is not prejudiced. Therefore, we should not be prejudiced. There is nothing in Scripture that talks about races. Oh, wait. No, there is. There's only one thing that mentions it. The races are whether they're believers or unbelievers. That's it. There is no distinction with ethnicity, color of skin, way your eyes are shaped, none of that. When you look scientifically, there you take the most distant from the, the most albino white to the darkest of dark, and you're talking such a small genetic difference. We are all the human race. And until we start Understanding that, believing that, teaching that, practicing that, racism will continue. The only solution to racism is what the scriptures say, is to stop looking at the color of people's skin. That's what I ended up saying in the one clip to the one guy. I don't look at someone and see black, white, yellow, red. I see a human being. I see a person that either needs Christ or knows Christ. That's how I'm going to look at people. That's the only distinction I'm going to make. And if they don't know Christ, I'm going to share the gospel with them. If they know Christ, well, what Matthew 28 says, 28, 19, and 20 says, is I should teach them all things Christ has taught me. That's called discipleship. That's what we do. What we see here is a racism that is being excused and given cover, and more people are going to die because of it. Because the the people that are practicing this stuff, they're being emboldened to do it more and more and more. And to just, in broad daylight, to walk into a shopping center and just start shooting people, that takes a, a certain amount of audacity that just to, for two people to go do this. But if, they, if others see that they can get away with it, that they can be covered for this, that they can push their agenda, you may find more and more people doing this. And that's what I fear. Because the media is trying to blame the wrong people. The media doesn't want to lay the blame where it should be laid. It should be laid on these two people that did what they did. They have ultimate responsibility. But blame also needs to be laid on the teaching that you see that black Hebrew Israelites have. This is what is being taught. They're being taught a black supremacy. They're being taught to create riots. They're being taught to enslave whites. They're being taught to rape women. This is the belief system that many, not all, but many BHI have. And this is dangerous. This is hate speech. This is hateful behavior. This is terrorism. That's what we ended up seeing in Jersey City. And I know that for many, you're you're going, oh, well, hey, Jersey City's out of the news already. I know, because it was a bunch of Jewish people being killed. If it was a bunch of Muslims being killed or blacks being killed, it would be front page. You know what's not being on the news? You're not seeing that at the same time, 17 Christians were killed by Muslims. Oh, well, yeah, they don't care about that. Christians are being killed every day around the world. It is the one group being killed more than any other is Christianity. The Christians are being slaughtered more than any other group. And here in America, we have people that go, oh, we want to blame the Christians for everything. We're going to blame conservatives for everything. These guys that did this were not conservative. This guy and this girl that did this, they were 
black supremacists, that's who did it, lay the blame where it needs to go. Now, this is, they are a very violent, and they are anti-Semitic. They're anti-Semitic because of the fact that they hate all whites, but they hate Jews even more. And so, this is, I, I, I'm praying for the families that are affected by this. We pray that they would come to know Christ through this. But I, I plead with people that may be getting involved with the black Hebrew Israelites, Please go to the show notes, check out all the stuff that we have. We show you that what they're saying is not true. They're taking things out of context. They're not dealing with what the scripture actually says. This is a real problem. And my, my encouragement to you, please, please, if you're being swayed by this, you need to study what the scriptures say in context and get out. This is a hate group. And it needs to be stopped. This is a violent, wicked group that twist the scriptures and want to kill people. You heard that in that clip. And I'm gonna I want to play this for you again because I'm gonna leave you with this. What is it they want? They want to enslave whites, they want to rape women, they want race riots to start popping, and they want to kill whites. Just listen clearly. I can't wait to get one of us, man. man. I cannot wait till these race riots get to popping, man. Right. I swear, Lord, when hey, I get man, that yeah, problem, kill you, devils, man. When he gets that, them whites, he's gonna pound those devils. Well, pound and kill is what what we ended up hearing. But he, he, this is what they want. That's what these people are. You got to call them out for what they are. I'll call out white supremacists, but I will also call out black supremacy as well. They're both sinful. They're both wrong. And they both need to end. But we hear people blaming this on white supremacy? No. This is black supremacy. And and for the this congressperson that, that said that, she should be ashamed of herself. She should recognize who really is to blame. And she should call out equally the black supremacy that is causing this stuff. Because this stuff is... They're, remember, this is not promoting America. They want down with America. They want to destroy America. They think America is going to fall into their hands where they can take all the whites as slaves. That's what this group is. Some didn't know anything about this group until this occurrence in Jersey City. I hope now you have a good idea what this group is like. Many in this group are believing this stuff. We could play hours and hours of clips, and you could see many of them hold to these views. Not all of them. But many of them do, especially those on the streets. And it doesn't matter that only some of them do, or the majority of them do. The fact is, those that do, there needs to be a stop to those just as much as there needs to be a stop to the white supremacists that are out there. Now, I know this is not an upbeat episode before holidays. I know. But... It is important for you to understand when you hear people talk about the BHI and you don't know who they are, I want you to know who they are. I want you to know that this is not something that occurred just out of character. This is what this group believes. I want you to know that. I want you to be able to hear it in their own words. This is who they are. So next week, what we plan on doing, I hope, uh, I is to deal with uh, basically how Christians should respond when Given the choice of having a fellow Christian and an unbeliever, who do we show favoritism toward? Who should we, not really show favoritism, but who do we, 
Who do we honor more? If we're stuck in a choice of honoring one or the other, the answer may surprise many. And uh, Bud couldn't be here this week. He's he's pray for him. He's having he was uh, had a migraine, not feeling well, so he's not going to. He wasn't able to be here on this show. But next show, Bud and I want to address that and deal with it because we see a lot of Christians not behaving properly the way we see in Scripture we should toward other believers. And so that hopefully will be next week's episode again. If you could email us your feedback about this podcast, Paul Jack's live podcast. Um, so you want to be a podcaster podcast, the Christian podcast community, Striving Fraternity, the academy we run, the conferences we run, the seminars we do, anything. If this ministry has been a blessing to you in any way, would you please consider sending in an audio or even just an email to info at strivingforeternity.org. That's info at strivingforeternity.org. We want to play that next, or the last episode of the year, we want to play that for you. And I just want to encourage you, we have a lot of new podcasts out at at the Christian podcast community, and I want you to consider checking those out. We continue to add more and more, uh, I'm, I'm surprised how, how quickly it keeps growing, but we have a lot out there, and it is something where if you have, if you do listen to podcasts, check out which ones. We, we have something for you out there, something for you to listen to, I'm sure, because there's a growing number. As of today, we have 21 podcasts in the Christian podcast community, but it's not staying at that number because I know we have one more that's going to be added this next week. And then we have about eight more in, in queue, which not all of them will make it in. Maybe five of them might. And so we are, we're pretty particular when it comes to adding people into our group, our Christian podcast community. So go to christianpodcastcommunity.org, check out all of our shows. And I do want to let you know, we are running as of today, when this drops, until February 29th, we have a contest running. And if you go to the ChristianPodcastCommunity.org, you can get in on the podcast community's giveaway. This giveaway has over $1,000 worth of resources. We have DVDs, CDs, flash drives, books, movies. We got a whole bunch of stuff that we're going to give to people, and there's over a hundred ways to enter. And there's ways to get multiple entry points, and you can be sharing things every day. So we encourage you to check it out. Go to christianpodcastcommunity.org and check out all the podcasts. They're a growing list. And we hope that you will be edified, that you will be educated, and that you will learn more about your Christian faith through the many podcasts that we offer. We look forward to seeing you next week. That's a wrap. This podcast is part of the Striving for Eternity ministry. For more content or to request a speaker or seminar to your church, go to strivingforeternity.org. Hey, Colleen, we have been pretty busy at the Christian Podcast community. Yeah, we've added seven new podcasts. That's right. We've added two guys and a Bible. They're a conversation on theology, culture, and God's Word. We've added Echo Zoe Radio with Andy Olson, a monthly interviews with knowledgeable guests on a variety of topics dealing with theology, apologetics, errant teaching, and cultural issues. Revived Thoughts which exists to bring history's greatest sermons back to life. 
quest for truth, which is comparing worldviews in a casual setting, digging deeper into the Bible and its challenges. Uh, creation science for kids. A mom and her kids discuss creation science and all the areas of theology affected by it. We also have Cave to the Cross Apologetics, which is a new one dealing with apologetic issues. And then we have some brand new podcasts. Why don't you share about Awe and Wonder? Yeah, so On Wonder is hosted by a friend of mine, Kristen, and uh, her podcast is to help women grow in biblical literacy, theology, discernment, Christian living, and our awe and wonder of God. And she's going to be doing Bible study, Bible verse memorization, and conversations on the podcast and through social media sprinkled into her various episodes. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. Um, she'll be talking about things like the attributes of God, stories behind some of the hymns, and some stories of martyrs, you know, people that came before us. One thing that she says is Psalm 115.1 is a verse that they recite every morning at the school that she's working at, and it's become one that she reminds herself of a lot, and that she'll be sharing a lot, and it says, not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. And then we will have one last very special podcast that's going to be brand new, Theology Throwdown. And Colleen, this is where all of the podcasters of the Christian podcast community are going to gather once a month to discuss theology and discuss our differences that we all have in different areas. But we're going to display that we can talk theology with charity and love toward one another, kind of the way we think Christians should be behaving online. And we're going to be doing that and discussing theology, so it's going to teach theological issues, give different perspectives, and yet also display that we can do this with love and charity toward one another. So I hope everybody is checking out all of the new podcasts, and if you want to check them all out, go to christianpodcastcommunity.org today to listen to some great teaching. Thank you.